portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you on a Monday. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Hopefully you had a great weekend. We had a, a really nice charity event here in the, the local market in our hometown, San Antonio, for Elf Louise. The Elf Louise Radiothon brought in over $200,000 last weekend, so very, very proud to be a part of that. Uh, for those around the country, what it does is it helps to get kids a Christmas that they would not have otherwise had. They get presents, some get trees, you know, Santa's going to be coming, so it's always a pleasure to do that. Carrie was there, Polo was there, everybody was getting it done. So uh, we really, really appreciate everybody stepping up and taking care of that. we got a lot of people from outside the market, too who uh, listen on other radio stations and in other means who jumped in as well. So we appreciate you doing that. Um, when it comes to what's happening with the, the, the kid with the painted face, there's an update now. I think it's an appropriate update. For those who don't know, and uh, by the way, that is Kerry. That is Polo. That is Sam. Everybody getting it done. Kerry, correct me if I get anything wrong here. The nine-year-old kid who went to a game to see the Kansas City Chiefs play the Raiders in Las Vegas who had half his face painted black, half his face painted red. He was wearing a traditional Indian chief um, head garment. Is, is, by the way, a Native American. By the way, did not go in blackface. By the way, was called a racist by some adult-ass writer on Deadspin. And now I think the, the family appropriately says they're going to go after Deadspin. Now, I thought the guy would have been smart enough, the writer, this guy Karen, would have been smart enough to uh, to at least issue an apology. But I guess he hasn't yet. What do you have on this? From the New York Post, the family of a nine-year-old Kansas City Chiefs fan whom Deadspin accused of being racist for wearing a Native American headdress and painting his face half black and half red is threatening to sue the publisher and reporter. Holden Armenta's parents, Shannon and Raul, have hired Clark Locke, LLP, to demand the sports news site and senior writer Karen Phillips issue a retraction for his story. Headline, the NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface Native headdress. They also threatened further legal action against the reporter, Deadspin, publisher Geo Media, and Great Hill Partners in a letter obtained by News Nation. These articles post on X and photos about Holden and his parents must be retracted immediately, the letter read. It is not enough to quietly remove a tweet from X or disable the article from Deadspin's website. You must publish your retractions and issue an apology to my clients with the same prominence and fanfare with which you defamed them. And the sports news sites come under fire for Phillips' article, which featured a photo of Holden standing sideways, suggesting he was wearing blackface with no mention of the red side. Phillips, a former New York Daily News reporter, also slammed Holden's Native American headdress and his tomahawk chop gesture, claiming the boy, quote, found a way to hate black people and Native Americans at the same time. It takes a lot of disrespect to it takes a lot to disrespect two groups of people at once. Phillips wrote in the article, which has since been tagged with a community note on X branding it purposely deceiving. Carrie, I appreciate that. We talked about this at length last week. This is a nine-year-old who is Native American. Not that I think that matters. I think you can be nine-year-old in any background and wear a Native American headdress going and seeing the Chiefs, the team called the Chiefs. And you could certainly wear any color face you want when it represents the team. He literally could have worn blackface, but that would have been inappropriate. It's still legal. It's still allowed. But the writer might have had some credence to what he was saying uh, in this piece. The fact is the writer didn't do any any legwork at all. And I don't know what's changed when it comes to journalism and when it comes to reporting. I don't know what's changed. But I find it very difficult to sit in one place, observe something on a screen, and then decide you know everything about it. When When I was out there anyway reporting, 
you went and you reported the story. You went and you did journalism. You went and you kept a journal and you took down what you saw and what you smelled and what you felt and what you heard. You used all your senses in a, a means to report the story to the audience that chose to consume what it was you were doing. That's what a reporter does. It used to be called a field reporter. I guess you can have a reporter behind a computer screen, provided you're making sense and you're checking everything in regard to this story. Before posting that story, just seeing it on television, I'm guessing the guy wasn't in Las Vegas. I don't, I don't think the reporter was. This guy, Karen. Um, get a hold of the family. Get a hold of the kid if you can. Get a hold of the chiefs if you can. Before you put that out there to the public and sell it as if it's real and give me this feigned outrage, you've got to make sure that you cross every T and dot every I. This was something that I was a stickler about as a television news anchor slash news director. When I was the boss of the newsroom, I took a lot of pride in what it was we were putting out. And we we put out way above our, our ability. I mean, we had like eight or nine people in the newsroom. We were beating the, the, local, the other local stations that had been established for centuries. Well, not centuries, but decades. Um... We were beating there regularly on these stories. Now, we weren't as widely viewed because we were brand new, and they'd been there for a long time, as I said. But you've got to be able to make sure that what you're saying on the air is, in fact, a real story. And I use this example all the time. We had somebody call in around Veterans Day who said that their grandfather or their uncle or somebody had been in World War II and got the Medal of Honor from, from Congress, from the president. And we just believed it. And the reporter went out there and did it. And I, and I was like really happy when she got back. I was like, man, this is a great story. This is a perfect story for Veterans Day. And I went into the edit bay, and she's editing the story together. And I said, let me see the, this Medal of Honor. It's got to be awesome. She said, oh, well, he didn't have it. Said, well, what do you mean he didn't have it? Well, I mean, he had it, but he lost it in a fire. I said, well, A, it's a medal. The medal probably would have lasted through the fire even if the ribbon is gone. But B, they definitely would have replaced it for the guy. Does he have anything suggesting that he won the Medal of Honor? The answer was no. And even back then in the 90s, the late 90s, early 2000s, there was some database available, and his name wasn't on the database saying that he'd gotten the, the Medal of Honor. And then I actually called the Pentagon. Carrie, this is what a stickler I am for the information being right. Mm-hmm. I called the damn Pentagon. Hi, Pentagon. I mean, I just like called whatever number I could find for the Pentagon, and... They did whatever research they could do and couldn't find the guy either. Great story, very well done by the reporter, but we couldn't go with it because it just wasn't true. So when you're reporting on something, even if it's an opinion, opinion is legal. You can have an opinion. Like I can go and eat at your restaurant and say over on my Facebook page, you know, you're going to go and eat at this restaurant, do so, but keep this in mind, the fries were soggy and... You know, the meat was like a piece of rubber. I'm allowed to say that. It's my opinion. I absolutely have the ability to have an opinion. What I don't have the the ability to do is say, unless I've got proof, that food made me sick. I was in the hospital for three days. They won't return my calls. And they're trying to kill people there. I can't say that unless I've got some proof that there is some intent to kill people there, and that I actually got some sort of food poisoning or sickness from eating there. You can't just say things like, you know, guy told me the other day that his father went to this restaurant and that the, the fries were no good, or that this was the other thing, and then reported as if it's real. No, you've got to actually do your own legwork. This isn't asking a lot. And this kid's face is not a very big story. It's not. 
We're sending billions to Ukraine. We've got Israel and, and uh, Hamas going at it. We've got an economy here that sucks. We've got illegal aliens to the number of six, seven, eight million now. So this is not a very important story, but it does teach a very important lesson. And I hope he sues that ass because I read that story. I know what the guy said. I know that what he said was absolutely wrong and horrible to go after a kid like that. In the bigger scheme of things, this goes to what can you believe and what can you not believe? What do you trust and what don't you trust? And that's really, I mean, Carrie, the bigger scheme of things as a reporter, it's not a, it's not a big story. No, no, it isn't. Mm-mm. It's interesting. It's important, but I think it goes to a bigger picture, which is what is reporting journalism information in 2023? What is information? So I go online right now, I can pick eight different things that are dead wrong. Just wrong, not even close. But they're they're being consumed by people who go, well, this person said it, it's got to be true. You know how much outrage that guy probably caused by that initial story? I mean, I'm guessing the outrage was probably through the roof. Now, I saw the initial picture, and I thought to myself, leave the kid alone. And I didn't even see the red side yet. I saw the headdress. I saw the one side of his face was black. But I did not think this was somebody who was making fun of or taking opportunities away from black people in 1930 Hollywood. That's not what I saw. But the outrage was real and palpable. And there are some people who are weak-minded, who have bought the narrative, who really thought this kid was some racist, raised by racist parents, and was doing this to be racist against blacks, which, of course, he wasn't doing. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. If the paper comes up with an apology, is that enough? Because... Now, Carrie, the story suggests, and I have not looked into this, that they took the story down from the from the website. I believe that is correct. I haven't and seen that it. And the tweet but, is gone. Yes. That's not enough. Is that enough? Do you think that's enough? No, it, of course it's not enough. No. I'm not calling you out because I think the answer is probably no, but have you ever gotten something factually wrong in your reporting in 25 years plus? Um, I mean, honestly, I'm sure we have. That you actually reported yourself. Did? You went there, saw uh-huh. the information, and reported on it. Not not that somebody gave you. People okay. give us wrong information all yeah, the time. Yeah, this is true. I deal with that a lot. Um, I Honestly, I can't. I can't think of a story where I went out, reported on it, and got it wrong. Yeah. I can't either. I'll be honest with you. I can't. I can't think that I've done that. But I think the. I mean, I know the answer, but had you done that and then realized that you had the information wrong, don't you take immediate action? Absolutely you do, because it is the right thing to do. You don't and double you no down on, but I'm still right, and this kid's still a racist, and what? What, what, are, we, what are we doing? The guy has not said what? boo about it. I, I went to his Twitter page, and yeah. he's reporting about sports stories. I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah. No, yeah. dude, say something He's here. completely ignoring it. And this is why I guess I'm, I'm really jaded about this um, this business, because it's changed so much. The definition of journalism has changed, whether we like it or not. It's the way it is right now. It's sad. And anybody, by the way, Very because of free sad. speech, anybody can call themselves a journalist. There are people on X or Twitter that call themselves that, and they're not. Not even close. And I'm telling right, so, you, okay, uh, because this is the way young people are getting their news. From Twitter, yes. from Instagram, from Snapchat. This is what they're listening to. They're using TikTok as a search engine. You know that, right? Yes, yeah. They'll say, yeah. oh, I heard some story. They'll put that story yeah. name or whatever in there. Then you've got these influencers with 5 million followers just telling lies. There are yeah. more people with millions of followers on TikTok lying about Israel 
It, it makes your face hurt. It just does. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Simple question. Should they give a retraction? I think that we all would agree, yes, they should. Is a retraction or an apology enough? It sounds like the family only wants a retraction and an apology. For me, that ass getting sued. I don't care. You could apologize from the highest mountain with the loudest megaphone. You're still getting sued. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about Swiss America. They, they're telling a, a true story here. This is fact. Ten regional banks had their credit downrated recently. No problem. They're just going to keep on racking up profits, get some sweetheart bailout if things get worse, or quietly be sold to a mega bank. My friends at Swiss America have been sounding the alarm about what they call a, sweet, a secret war on cash and all that assault on our freedoms, on our liberties, and this is something you got to pay attention to. With a soaring interest rate squeezing the economy, banks teetering on collapse, let Swiss America educate you on ways to help protect your hard-earned assets now. Get and read their shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. Your copy is free by calling or texting 800-289-2646. This all-out war on cash, according to Swiss America, including digital forms of currency, is spreading daily. So please, read The Secret War on Cash, free because you listen to my program. Just mention PAGS, P-A-G-S, when you call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. That's SwissAmerica.com slash P-A-G-S. Message and data rates may apply. Keep it right here. We're coming right back. You're listening to Joe PAGS. Monday, thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pag Show. All right, so what do you think? This writer writes an attack piece on a nine-year-old. Says that he offended both blacks and and American Indians or Native Americans in one fell swoop by painting his face and wearing a headdress. He was wearing the colors of the team, the Kansas City Chiefs. That's his team. He's wearing a headdress that would be like an Indian chief, so he's got the chief headdress. And then after finding out even more of the backstory, turns out he is Native American, where his grandfather sits at a very high level on some board for his Indian tribe. So we've got a reporter who's just dead wrong. I mean, he's dead in the water wrong. The guy has not apologized. I guess they have quietly taken down the tweet or the post on X. They've quietly taken um, the, the link to the actual story on Deadspin away. Now, it's on the Internet, so it's there forever. Everybody's got a copy of it. It's everywhere. And the family is just stunned there hasn't been any offer of apology. There hasn't been any sort of a retraction. Hey, we got it wrong. We shouldn't have done that. And at this point, Deadspin, which I don't know how financially solvent they are or if they're, if they're even you know any good at all. I've heard of Deadspin before. I've never regularly read the website. But they've got to make a decision. We're going to stand by this reporter who got it dead wrong. Dead wrong. Wrong. Or we're going to issue an apology because it's the right thing to do. And we're going to retract the story. It's the right thing to do. Or you just take your chances in court. I think this is an easy case of libel. Easy. Carrie, have you ever heard an easier case of libel? I mean, I'm not sure I understand how this could be any easier. recently, yeah. So for me, if Deadspin wants to be stupid, 
And again, I don't know if maybe they're backed by somebody who's worth $100 billion. I don't know. But if they want to be stupid, go ahead and take this to court. Go ahead. I dare you. Let them sue you. Which probably won't happen. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. It's AJ. Big time Motown. Joe Talk to Pags. me, brother. Hey, you know, real quick. Uh, you know the fake news, they never get nothing right anyway, no matter what news they are. And I'm with you. I sue the pants off them dang on dirty, dirty rats. Yes. They know that was nothing that boy did. That was just, we used to do that back in the good old days, Motown. And, and, and. All of a sudden now, since this Obama and Biden woke generation, oh, it, you can't dress up, you can't do this, you can't do that, take this down, da, da, da. Motown, I'm sick of them. Motown, what the world is going on? Hey, real quick, I went and voted today. Nice. And I showed in vote for Sheila Jackson. Why not? Come I on, wait a second. Wait, you wait a second, AJ. I saw her dancing over the weekend. She was really getting down. <laughs> Have you seen that video yeah. of her dancing in that line? I, I just... Look it up. If you haven't okay. seen it, there's some sort of a line of people playing some music and she's dancing. It blew my mind. Uh, 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 well, when you know the cheat is in, when you dance too, I, I got a feeling <laughs> the cheat is in. That's a pretty good point. <laughs> now, now, AJ, hey. here, here's the problem. There isn't a viable Republican, though, for Houston. It's it's either going to be her or some lesser evil. It's a, it's another Democrat. And, boy, I, I you know, I held my nose. And Motown, I had to go to WC, the college, to vote and everything. And I'm looking at these woke college kids, Motown. When we were quick, when we went to college and all this, we had stand up. We had our shoulders back and ready to go. We going to learn. All I've seen is these lazy, no good rats laying around on their phones right. doing nothing. I'm like, is this the future of uh, Motown? I don't know what we're leaving behind, man. This is a monster what we leaving behind. Well, AJ, I never, I never thought about it. Well, I went to college in 1984, and there was not one woke person on the campus. They didn't tell me anything that wasn't an education for what it was I was trying to do. I don't remember anybody telling me I had to listen to some pride flag or who was gay and who was straight and who was whatever. We never dealt with any of that crap, man. We actually went there, learned, and became productive members of society. And we had teachers that was... Uh, well, now so-called that we see in now. I know most of these teachers weren't there when me and you was running right. around. In That's school. true. But I got a funny feeling that they snuck in some kind of way. And now look at New York. Look at all them. You hear with Chicago, last one, Chicago. They, oh, the black folks. They're done oh, with yeah, it. yeah, the They're black done with folks. It. They done with that mayor and that governor of uh, Chicago. But wait, Motown. Remember, they wouldn't let Trump come and do his thing there. Right. Hmm. And who voted that, that, who, who voted a, that ass in, by the way, that Brendan Johnson? Who voted for them? The black community in Chicago. Come on. If, the, if, if they voted, Motown, because the cheat is so bad right now, and Trump did a rally this weekend, awesome. Awesome. There's nobody can fix this America. And black folks, white folks, yeah. great you better vote for this man because anybody, nobody else can't do it, Motown. I got it. Love you, man. I love you, too, AJ. That's AJ calls in at least every Monday. AJ from Houston. If uh, not on Monday, well, he definitely does on Monday. He might call again later on in the week. Joe Pag Show. couple of calls on the line about this lawsuit, possible lawsuit, much more to come on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show.